The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie Court Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Hey, well, the Broncos are going to try to get a win today against uh, Tua Tunga Viola and the Miami Dolphins, uh, appearing more and more like Drew Locke is going to be the guy starting. He's pretty banged up, and this Broncos team, they're going to try to, well, uh, stem the bleeding, if you will, as uh, it's been a rough couple weeks for this Denver offense, Denver defense starting to become maybe a little bit more breakage than bending, and things, well, the sky's falling. (laughs) So me and Zach Seegers are going to try to, uh, well, maybe talk you off the ledge and see Where does this team uh, really look? What they need to be looking for and evaluating over the next couple of weeks? Is Vic Fangio going to be on the hot seat at some point in time here? And then, uh, well, of course, break down this game as two young quarterbacks going to go at it here today. Of course, the Broncos Blitz Podcast, it is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook, and we encourage you to jump on over to DraftKings, check out all that they have to offer, and of course, our friends at MileHighSports.com, a lot of great writing from our friend uh, Zach Seegers, who will join us on the podcast here in a second, Arif Dean, uh, Doug Ottawill, Nate Lundy, Rich Kurtzman, a lot of great people writing on the Broncos. You can check that out at MileHighSports.com. Dot com. Uh, bring in Zach. Zach, welcome back to the podcast. Always love having you on. Let's start with uh, Drew Locke because obviously he's the big polarizing piece. He is looking like he's going to start today, although I have to be honest, uh, it would be very curious for me if Drew took a big shot early in this game, obviously dealing with the sore ribs and the uh, really, you know those days where it's core day and then you wake up the day after and it's really hard to move because you did like a million crutches? I feel like that's what Drew Locke is dealing with. And so I'm not going to be as harsh on him because, boy, uh, Vegas really teed off on him last week. Yeah, I think you have to be somewhat understanding that he's not at 100%. But I think we also have to take into consideration that even if he was 100%, he'd struggle against this Dolphins defense. Like, he deserves somewhat of a pass, but I don't think um, he he deserves too big of one. I mean, remember, he struggled against um, just about uh, every defense he's played so far, even the bad ones like Oakland, or like the Raiders, rather, and like the Falcons. Um, so I, I just, I don't know. And now he's going up against a good one like the Dolphins, which gives quarterbacks like Drew Locke a hard time. I think he's similar to uh, someone like a Jimmy Garoppolo or a, a Jared Goff, a poor man's version of those two. And uh, we saw the Dolphins eat those two quarterbacks alive, mm. um, those quarterbacks that rely on play action, um, that need things to be made easy on them by the defense. This defense does not do its excellent at disguising. Um, and I think they're going to eat Drew Locke alive. I also think it was very telling that um, once it was announced that Drew Locke would be starting instead of Brett Rippon, that's when the Vegas line moved to favor the Dolphins even more, which tells me that people think that the Broncos at this point stand a better chance with Brett Rippon than Drew Locke, which tells me just about all I need to know about, well, I guess when paired with everything else about Drew Locke. 
Zach, uh, if the Broncos do end up losing today against Miami, I, I'm not even going to paint the picture of how they lose. But the bottom line is, is if they lose, um, have we driven the stake in the ground on Drew Locke and knowing that he's he's not the guy? Are we still going through this audition for the rest of the year? Um, and then and then maybe honestly, because this was one of the questions in the roundtable. Let's talk about Vic Fangio afterwards, too. But let's start with Drew Locke. Yeah, you know, I think it's like um, having to rely on the friend that never shows up and and never comes through for you and is Mm, never reliable. I don't like that friend a lot. (laughs) Me either, me either. But it's, you know, everyone else is busy, so you need them to come. I need a ride. Just please be there at 1230. And you kind of know he's not going to be there. But... I don't have an option, so I've gotta, I've gotta t- take the swing. That's kind of what I think the Drew Lock thing is right now. I think we all know he's not going to miraculously turn it around in the final seven games of the season and look suddenly like a capable starting NFL quarterback. With that so, said, so Drew Lock is basically the unreliable friend that says he will drive you around but never shows up. Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> in that analogy. <laughs> Just in that analogy of... Uh, I think that's a beautiful know, analogy. <laughs> you have to rely on him. The Broncos are, are forced to rely on him, but it'd be nice if they don't, because I don't think either of us expect Drew Locke to come through. For okay. Um, All right. What about Vic Fangio, yeah, though? Vic Fangio... Here's part of the reason I'm, I'm all for the Broncos drafting a quarterback. I want to see what Vic Fangio looks like with a quarterback. I know there's been some ugly moments and whatever, and I don't think he's an elite head coach, a Kyle Shanahan, a Bill Belichick, a Sean McVay, sure. maybe even a Brian Flores. Like, I don't think he's... And, and, and to be fair, these... to be fair, I don't think we would ever know that after two years anyways. Also very true. Also very true. Unless, you know, it was a dynamite Sean McVay deal. But yes. It, it, uh, yeah. So I think he's somewhere in the middle where most, most coaches are. I think most coaches are just, they don't hurt you and they don't necessarily win games for you either. They're just somewhere in the middle. And I think there's a really good chance big Fangio's that maybe a touch above average because what he brings defensively. But one thing about this coaching staff and they've struggled in game, Pat Shermer play calling. We've everyone's harped on it. We all know yes. the problems there, but they've done a great job of player development. Yes. Mm. Elway's drafting better, but it's not just coincidence that all of a sudden when this coaching staff came in, the draft pick hit rate went way up. They are good at developing young talent, and I'd love to see what they could do with a, with a quarterback. And I know they had Drew Locke from the get-go. I mean, with a good quarterback. What can Vic Fangio – because quarterback determines so much in the NFL. Absolutely. It's the most important position in all of American sports. And – Drew Locke, I hate to say it, is a bad one. Maybe even if you're someone who thinks he can develop into a good one one day. Right now, he's a bad one. That's just a fact. He's not a good quarterback right now. So I would love to see Vic Fangio with a good quarterback. Um, and I think just draft one in the top 10. And if it doesn't work, you know, we probably end up getting rid of Vic Fangio and we'll never know what he could look like with a great quarterback. Um, but I want to give him that opportunity because I think he could be a really, really good head coach. Um, if he had a quarterback that wasn't an absolute liability, you know, I, the defensive struggles, you mentioned it, not only are they incredibly beat up, but I think that spark drew lock gave them when he entered the starting lineup uh, against the chargers last season, you and I were in the building. We saw it. I remember talking about it with you 
um, during that five-game stretch, I think it's gone. I think it has left the building. That energy, that spark, these guys don't believe in Locke uh, nearly as much as they did um, during that five-game stretch and uh, as we entered the season this year and as he came back from injury. They've seen the same thing we've seen, um, and they're not blind to it. You know, like they know uh, this is not a quality NFL starting quarterback. They're aware. Zach Seegers joining us on the program. You can, of course, always catch Zach Seegers on MileHighSports.com, where he's got all kinds of great writing, along with our friends uh, Doug and Nate, uh, Rich, Arif, uh, a lot of great stuff that you'll be able to check out, and, of course, archives of this podcast, the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings, where, of course, look, uh, the next week of football is upon us, week 11, and no better place than to get in on all the action with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We're, at, of course, adding to the excitement of the week, DraftKings Sportsbook, bringing back that can't-miss offer. Here's the deal. Head to the App Store now before the games start because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook giving all new users a chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up through the promo code MHS. So, endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players, the prop bets, parlays. If football isn't for you, of course, they've got lots of different sports that you can go check out. Be sure to do this. It is terrific stuff. Promo code MHS. DraftKings. Safe, secure, reliable. Easy for you to deposit. Easy to withdraw your funds. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code MHS to get a sign-up bonus. Up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus. First deposit uh, bonus. A deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, Zach, you talked about it. Great Dolphins defense. Broncos offense is just, quite frankly, <laughs> not very good. When Denver has the football, what's the key? Ooh, that is tough. Um, Play competent uh, offense? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not. There's like so many things. I think run the ball because you're not going to be able to pass the ball. You need to be a really, really effective run team. The run game has to look like um, it did against the Patriots when you were just gashing them uh, because, man, you don't, you don't trust the passing game. It's uh, as far as that's concerned, I guess the, the trick there would be uh, either picking up the blitz or um, Locke being able to decipher the coverage, but mm. I don't see either of those two things happening. Okay, let's let's switch to a positive <laughs> then. Let's switch to a positive because uh-huh. I do think there are some opportunities for this Broncos defense to well really show up against this young rookie quarterback Tua Tonga Viola out of Alabama. It's going to be a a nice uh, little introduction to. Um, the NFL trying to throw against this Broncos secondary, who's been very good. Um, Tua has showed some good and bad. Uh, he certainly has not lit the NFL world on fire like Justin Herbert kind of did to start. Um, so the lefty, kind of an interesting uh, pairing here against this Broncos defense. I think there's opportunities here for Denver to maybe uh, get to the young quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that is going to be the key for the Broncos in this game because, like I just said, I don't think the offense is going to be putting up too many points. But I think this defense uh, designed by Vic Fangio and, and schemed up by him uh, can give the, give the Dolphins a hard time and, and to a Tagovailoa as a really inexperienced young quarterback. Um, 
I, I think that's the big key here is just give him some things that will con- confuse him and mix him up because he is really talented. You know, before he went down with injury, he was expected to go number one over Justin Her- – or sorry, Joe Burrow, and with good reason. I mean, he's as accurate and how much touch and precision Joe Burrow plays with and how good of an improviser Joe Burrow is, two is even better at that stuff. Um, so he had a rough first game, and, and, and since then I think he's been a lot better – Uh, yeah i think you just got to confuse him because it's not a talent deficiency thing he's not inaccurate if he can decipher what he needs to do and you give him a big enough window uh he'll make the right read and he'll put it right on the money um so create pressure make him uncomfortable in that sense and then uh lots of disguises lots of creative coverages um and and then take advantage of him on that end too because you're going to need a pick six uh, or a couple three interceptions of some kind, you're going to need some big defensive plays um, to make up for the uh, huge deficiency on offense and also on special teams. Uh, Broncos have probably the worst special teams unit in the league. Uh, Dolphins probably have the best coached special teams unit in the league, and they seem to force everyone to turn the ball over or score a return touchdown of some kind, and the Broncos are notorious for doing both those things. Um, so it, it doesn't match up well on those two sides of the ball. So I think the defense has to uh, uh, take advantage of Tua to keep this one close. Zach, if you were to decipher, uh, you know, this Broncos defense and say, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna point this guy out and I'm going to be watching him because I think he's got a real shot at, uh, well, exposing Tua Tungaviola and maybe it's somebody in the secondary or maybe it's up front. Who are you kind of zeroing in on today individually for this Broncos defense? Uh, two, oh man, three names really jump out to me really sure. quick. I'll take all three. Justin, Justin Simmons, so smart in coverage. Um, I think we saw that on the Justin Herbert interception where he really fooled Justin Herbert um, into throwing a ball he shouldn't have thrown and also made an unbelievably athletic play um, to get the interception. Uh, and I think we're going to see him probably try to bait Tua on a few of those. And I think Tua probably throws him because he's an inexperienced rookie. Um Bryce Callahan's playing like a top five, top 10 cornerback in the league. He is so dang good. I think he's been the best Broncos defensive player this season Um, against a not very talented uh, Miami secondary. I think he's going to have a big day. Um, And then Bradley Chubb. Uh, I mean, we saw Aaron Donald and that Rams front kind of mauled the Tua and the Dolphins line. It's a it's a young and experienced line that can be taken advantage of, and I think Bradley Chubb is just the guy to take advantage of it and um, uh, uh, make Tua run for his life. Some. Yeah, I like the Justin Simmons one in particular that you mentioned because look, cerebral safety was just so savvy, so smart, so intelligent, and I think somebody who can really disguise something not only drawn up by the coach, but disguise it on the field in certain ways, whether it's uh, just simply as much as uh, a step one way versus the other, hips turned one way or the other, uh, helmet looking one way or the other. There's so many ways to fool a young quarterback, and I think if you're Denver, in order to get the win this uh, weekend, today at least, it's going to be... It's going to need to come from the backbone of the defense because there's just, look, there's just no reason uh, for anyone to believe that this Broncos offense is going to put up 26, 30 points. There's just no, there's no logic that you could base that off of. 
So I, I, I think very much this is going to be a, a game where if Denver wants to win, they're going to have to absolutely lean on the defense. Uh, Zach, give me the ideal situation for Denver, if how the game plays out. Uh, give me your prediction on the game. Uh, my ideal situation, um, the running game is dominant, biting off big chunks, um, which in turn opens a little bit in the passing game and forces the Dolphins to be a little less creative. Um, Locke does look calm. Uh, maybe it's the injury, but he is he plays better. He protects the football. Uh, Broncos put up 17, 20 points. Um and then on defense, they confuse Tua. Um, maybe they get a pick six, uh, but they turn. They get a lot of takeaways in this one. That'd be the ideal scenario. What I think is going to happen, um, I think my prediction in our round table was 23 to six, mm. and I'll stick with that. I don't think the Dolphins are going to do too, too much offensively. I think the Broncos defense will have a good game. Maybe of those 23 points, only nine of them are earned by the offense. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, yeah, I think the Dolphins' special teams is, again, that, the difference there between their uh, – like the gap there is the Grand Canyon. Yes. Um, and then the, this Dolphins' defense, not only is it one of the best defenses in the league, but it is designed to uh, eat quarterbacks alive that are similar to Drew Locke. And uh, I, I don't think Drew Locke has the talent to counter um, that defense, and I think it's going to – I think it's going to be ugly for Locke in this one. Call, so call, call, call your shot. Give me the Monday morning number one topic that we're chatting about about this game on Monday morning. It's going to continue to be the Locke thing because mm. I think he's going to have an ugly game and you're going to have my crowd, the anti-Lock people, being like, okay, yeah, he's really bad. And you have other people going, the Locke excusers, which come up with whatever excuse they can. Oh, what's the offensive line and the play calling and um, they played a really good defense and it's John Elway's fault and it's everyone's fault but Drew Locke. I think that's the big Monday conversation. All righty. Very good. Hey, Zach, as always, we appreciate you joining the podcast. Uh, you can, of course, find uh, Zach's work at uh, milehighsports.com. And um, uh, a little bit of a personal note as we end the podcast, uh, this is actually going to be one of my last podcasts uh, doing the Broncos Blitz. So, Zach, I, I just want to say thank you uh, uh, from myself to you because uh, you've been on the podcast several times and have always always given us some really, really great content. We'll continue to enjoy reading your work at milehighsports.com, but uh, thank you for everything. Uh, plug the Twitter, plug the writing, and what you got going on. Um, yeah, Twitter at Zach underscore Seeger, Z-A-C-H underscore S-E-G-A-R-S, um, and of course writing on milehighsports.com and Pro Football Network. Um, but really, likewise, Ronnie, thank you so much um, for giving me this airtime on your podcast. Uh, it's, it's always been a huge help for me. Um, and I've, I've always loved talking Broncos with you and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what's up next. Very good. Hey, Zach, we appreciate the time. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ronnie. Have a good one, man. All righty, Zach Seegers on the Broncos Blitz podcast, milehighsports.com, of course. So you can find his work on Twitter. You can find my work on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter. And as I mentioned, a little bittersweet. Uh, this is my final podcast. Uh, I'm moving on to uh, new things. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in at any point. If you 
uh, were a fan of the Broncos or not a fan of the Broncos, or you were just a, a casual individual looking for a new podcast to listen to about sports, and you tuned in and maybe interacted with me, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because uh, this has always been fun to discuss this day. Well, uh, for the most part, it's been fun <laughs> over the last couple of years. <laughs> it's been a rough team, rough team to talk about. But hey, uh, regardless of if they're rough or not, it's still interesting to have these conversations back and forth. And of course, they will continue with the Broncos Blitz podcast coming up this week uh, and some new friends that you're going to get introduced to as well, too. Of course, it's all presented by our friends at DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook. My name is Ronnie Court. If you can follow along on Twitter, well, you can continue to hear my Broncos thoughts at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter is where you can continue to follow me. All done for the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. You can find more info on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.